Welcome to season three of Motivate Me. We invite you to travel the 50 states in 90 days as we interview people about their passion. Why? In order to inspire you to live a life that's more exciting or more meaningful. This is Motivate Me, and I'm Lynette Renda. Today, we happen to be in a suburb of mm -hmm. Washington, D.C., and lucky enough to speak with Stephanie Gage. Stephanie, you have a really serious passion that you've integrated, it feels to me, into every aspect of your life. Everyone. And, yeah. and your person, I think. Yeah. I, th I think it's really your person shining through here. Mm -hmm. Can you tell everybody what your passion is, what it's all about? Absolutely. I'm passionate about moving people from I hate my job to I love my career. And I do that with my coaching and consulting business, Spark Career Strategy. Right, Spark Career Strategy. Now, and, and I know empowering women is definitely a big part of this Huge. for you. Absolutely. But you also work with veterans. Absolutely. So women are the core of my business, but I have a deep passion for working with veterans and military spouses as well. So I work, I have incorporated Spark Career Strategy into my life, you're absolutely right, at the person level, right? So everything I do bleeds through. And I have been fortunate enough to really develop my own pink blueprint, meaning I have decided what my life is going to look like and how I'm going to work and when I'm going to work and how I'm going to incorporate family. And so I'm so passionate when I say I love my career for folks, I'm passionate about moving women in a place where they get to define what their pink blueprint is, what their life is going to look like. That it's not, I have to do this, but it's I'm choosing this and I'm making these decisions about balance and I'm making decisions about what I prioritize and what I don't. So I really want to give women those tools and certainly men as well. And I know one of the things you do also is help women negotiate salaries, right? Honey. We yes. need that. I mean, oh, women need that. Yes. I am wildly over the top obsessed with closing the gender salary gap. And I, the, the empowering piece comes in understanding that Women can't be waiting for Superman. We can't be waiting for companies to decide that, you know what, I'd like to spend a little more money. I'm going to just pay women more or the government to regulate this, that this is really within our control. Women that are in the same position as men, when you look position to position, the, posi uh, the salary gap is about 9%. Which drives me crazy, just so you know. Makes this is me a pet insane, peeve of mine. but it's... It's obtainable, right? It's not so blown out. We can do this. And that is within a negotiated rate. You can negotiate 9%. And we just need the tools to do so and the confidence to say, I deserve this and I'm worth it. The confidence is the key. Yeah. The confidence is the Absolutely. key. And the knowledge that they are being underpaid, that women are underpaid. They, Absolutely. You know, I don't think that a lot of women necessarily realize the disparity there. Absolutely. And I think it's, it's getting out. Certainly, I don't speak with a lot of women that aren't aware that it exists. They may think, oh, it's probably not me. Or you know what, I'm paid a good wage. I can support my family. And that is wonderful and true, but there is more we can do. There's further we can push. So giving women tools so that they understand how, and then the confidence to really go after their how. Right, right, yeah. raising that awareness. I Absolutely. love that so much. Yeah. Thank you for doing that. Thank you. You know, where did this passion start for you? Oh, it's, 
it was really. I feel like, wait, let me take a guess. I feel like it was like on the school ground when you were in second grade. I mean, I feel like it was at home when you were at the kitchen table with male family members. I don't know. I'm just guessing. You know what? (laughs) I don't think it did any of those things. I came out of college a little while ago um, with completely a lack of direction. I had a wonderful education and I had no idea what the hell to do with it. So it came for me out of, I went to a staffing agency and I said, please place me. I don't, I'm either gonna go home to my parents, which feels like, you know, that's maybe not the best option here at this point in my life, or you need to get me a job so I can pay for an apartment. And they said, you can work for us. And before I knew it, that was my career. So I started literally by accident, by stumbling in and saying, help, I became an HR person. I became a recruiter. I became all of these things and built a really successful and meaningful in a way career in human resources. When I say in a way, I mean that it didn't fit for me. Working for somebody else didn't fit for me. I had what looked like a great career and when I drove to work, I felt terrible sadness. I felt as though I wasn't building a legacy, that I was just getting by, that I was just burning time. And that if I disappeared tomorrow, it would be like, refill, move on. And that left me just terribly sad. So it came out of that. It came out of really a calling out to say, there's got to be more. I know I'm meant for something. What is it? So it then came to me that I was, I really wanted to create a movement around women empowering themselves, creating the life. And it came out of my own struggle to say, so unfulfilled what now and that became my test became my testimony through spark career strategy when i launched that in that hr role Mm -hmm. were you able to see the disparity between salaries between men and women or no you know i was lucky enough to work for strong employers that i didn't recognize huge disparities and because i was on the side of making the offers and putting salary recommendations together I was able to advocate and was really able to to push women forward and look for female candidates and do those things. So I was very lucky to be aware of it and be in a place where I could advocate and actually do something. So I didn't experience it um, in my in my HR career, but certainly with other companies that I'm working with now in a consulting basis and such, I absolutely see it. And individually with clients that come to me for coaching, it's as clear as day. So you took this passion, Mm -hmm. right? And you had to make the decision to leave this cush job, one that was secure, where you were getting probably a a handsome salary. Yes. And you had to I had benefits. I had medical benefits. It was wonderful. (laughs) (laughs) That was the biggest part. So, uh, yeah, I understand that too. But so how did you transition Mm -hmm. and did you hesitate? Oh, my gosh. It was full stop. It was go, stop, go, stop. So hesitating is hardly even the word. I was thrilled beyond words to leave and terrified to the point of skin rash. Like, you know, I have hives breaking out on my body. I was terrified that I was thinking, what am I doing? This is, I'm an idiot. It's like, why, why do we torture ourselves right, like this? Right, and, and yet, on the other hand, I counted down the minutes because it just felt like if I didn't do this now, back when I was, I was 29 when I did that, it felt like 30 seemed, you know, then is this big turning point. If I didn't do it then, when? If I didn't say yes for myself, when was gonna be a better time? I didn't have a family, I didn't have responsibilities. 
I was in a good place to say, I'm going to leap. And it just became the discomfort of staying where I was was so much greater than the discomfort of leaping. And that's how I knew. What was your greatest challenge or obstacle that you had to overcome in order to make this happen? Sure. Initially, it was just, it was just simply pushing past fear. It was, can I do this? Will I do this? What does it look like? Uh, I could have, I certainly could have been more prepared. And now I would advise any of my coaching clients to be much more prepared than I was. But don't they also say that acting is is better than feeling like, because some people just wait and wait until they're Mm -hmm. so prepared. Like finding that line. And women are very much like that. Women will say, you know what? I'll ask for more salary after I get that next degree. I'll, after that next project, then I'll have really earned it. And there's a point where, and a man is more likely to walk in and say, yeah, I deserve it just because, you know, I showed up today. So it was a point of, you've just got to do it. You've just got to leap and I will figure it out. And my faith was greater than my fear, ultimately. Since then, in the, it's going to be six years in October. Which Congratulations. Is, thank you so much, which is so exciting. And there's been so, I mean, the personal growth is greater than any other growth that I found. And I will say very honestly that I struggle the most with, um, I'm very self-critical. I have, I will be harder on myself than any human being on the planet could ever be or would ever be to myself. So pushing past that consistently and saying, okay, you know what, that is, that is wrong. I'm going to push past it. Okay, no, I really can do this. So it's constantly that faith over fear that... I'm presented with the opportunity to be able to continue to grow. And I think, too, that you are probably somebody who continues to push past and, and then realizes, you know, that, that fear feeling and how you stop, go, stop, go is really mm-hmm. just part of that process of Absolutely. pushing through the fear. And the more often you do it, how does it feel? It sometimes gets easier. <laughs> it sometimes gets easier. But you get enough experience behind you to say, you know what, I, this worked out. I didn't fall flat on my face here. I figured it out and I will figure it out again and again. So you build this this um, resume of successes behind you to go back and look at it and say, okay, I've done it before. I'll do it again. And the feeling's so familiar. So you're probably like, this is gonna, right. this is gonna pass. Right, fear becomes familiar. <laughs> it's like an old friend, but then the faith becomes even more familiar. So exactly, that yes. you, you just dig in deeper to the right thing. Right, yeah. so what advice would you give my audience about pursuing their passions? that it's possible. I think the biggest thing that, that when a client comes to me that they want to hear is that it's possible. That, that change is really for them. That it isn't something you just see on Facebook. That I am the most regular of people. I am doing this as a single parent with a two and a half year old and defining my own pink blueprint. What my career looks like. What my life looks like. So it's Regardless of circumstance, it's so possible for them. That is, knowing that hope exists is the greatest first step. Is there anything you would like to share that I didn't ask you? Mm. No, I think knowing again, knowing that where your heart is, that fear can over, it cannot be something that stands in front of you. That that while it is there and while it will feel crippling, that there are so many people and resources and circumstances available to support your transition and whatever that looks like. And I would love to be one of those for folks to reach out to for an extra burst for that 
how do I do this tool, but that it is absolutely possible and the time is now, not later, even if it feels like, how could it possibly? There is a possibly. And the beauty of coaching is that you can do it from anywhere. I anywhere. Mean, you could coach somebody from Zimbabwe. Absolutely. <laughs> and in fact, have worked all around the world with folks, which is really amazing. You jump on Skype and it's like, okay, well, we're in the living room together. Let's do this. So it's the ability to define what your life looks like and that passion isn't just something that lives for somebody else, but is, is for you. That's important. What's the best way for people to see what you're up to and contact you? Absolutely. So sparkcareerstrategy.com. They can also email me directly at stephanie at sparkcareerstrategy.com or, of course, getting social at Spark Career or the Facebook Spark Career Strategy page. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. So much. It's been great. Absolutely. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I have come to be known as the 50 States in 90 Days Lady a concept that is unfathomable to most. If you would like me to come speak at your event about how to envision, explore, and execute a plan, or how to create a life that is more exciting or more meaningful, you can find me at MotivateMePodcast.com. And the world keeps turning and I just keep moving along.